0: Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, it states, Let us consider and give attentive, continuous care to watching over one another, studying how we may stir up to love and helpful deeds and noble activities. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast. And we're going to be talking about a lot of topics and praying to God, strengthening and building our relationship with him more and more starting today. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Kevin and Kelly, and both of them are just extraordinary human beings that just really spread excellence when it comes to the topic of loving one another, and they're strangers. (laughs) Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Father, I admit my weaknesses to you, my instability and my many needs. How difficult it is for me to pray with the faith and trust that I should have. So please come to my aid now and secure me for the help I require to be more frequent and faithful in my prayers to you, Lord. Amen. And you are a powerful advocate in all of our needs. I turn to you today with faith and love. You have helped countless children to find things that they have lost material things, and more importantly, the things of spirit, which are faith, hope, and love. I come to you with confidence in your favor before God who hears your pleas for those in need. Forget me not in your place of heavenly glory and intercede for my needs and intentions. Amen. Trusting God day by day says, We are to be a blessing to others. Ah, There are so many practical ways that we can show love. We've read books, we've searched the internet, and we've been very aggressive on our journey to find creative ways to incorporate this concept of loving people into our everyday life. And now, let's share some of the things that we have learned and how we can be a blessing to others. When it's obvious that you and someone else want the same parking place, let the other person have it and do so with a smile on your face. Mow an elderly neighbor's lawn or shovel their snow in the winter. Go grocery shopping for a family with a newborn baby. Give someone transportation, a ride to church, to the store, to an event, even if it's out of your way. Truly listen to someone without interrupting. Hold the door open for a stranger and let them go ahead of you. Let someone with just a few items go in front of you when you're in the checkout line. Babysit for a single parent and give that person a bit of alone time just so that they can do a project alone peacefully. Invite a person who has no family in town to your house for the holidays. Mm, That's a nice one and send cards and flowers often just to show appreciation to those you love. Listeners, if we start with this simple list and we let the Holy Spirit show us more ideas, you'll see that doing random things for people just to be a blessing will be an amazing way of showing God's love. So trust in Him. And if you trust God's love for you is limitless, you will have no problem showing love to others or even going out of your way to be a blessing to them. We love because first he loved us. Amen. Stay right there. Don't move. Be right back. And now from strength for each day, Judges chapter six, verse 15. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. The way we see ourselves determines how far we will be able to go in life and whether or not we will be obedient to what God calls us to do. God called Gideon to save Israel from their enemies, the Midianites. But Gideon was sure that God had the wrong man. He saw himself as small, weak, and incapable. The Lord assured Gideon that he would be with him and strike down the Midianites. But even then, Gideon had doubts and wanted God to give him miraculous signs as proof that he would succeed. Fear and doubt prevents us, like Gideon, from doing and being all that God has for us. Millions of people live far below the level at which they could live if they could simply see themselves as God sees them. God never calls anyone to do anything without giving them the ability and the strength they need to do it. He wants to work with and through his people. And our part is to surrender to his will, moving forward in faith that he will never fail us. So let me ask you, how do you see yourself? You know the devil wants to make you feel insignificant, but the truth is that you have God's power in you, and you are capable of far more than you might imagine. I'm joining you on this, listeners. I am. And I encourage you not to listen to fear and doubt, but instead, let God guide you to great things. This phone's blowing up this morning. I'm so sorry. Let us pray. Father, forgive me for all the times I have allowed fear and doubt to hinder me from going forward in your will. I surrender to you, Lord, and with your help, I will walk by faith and trust you to bring victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And there is a lot of power and unity in faith and prayer. There's a power of unity in faith and prayer. Acts chapter 1 verse 14 says, They all joined together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Okay. The book of Acts tells the story of the early church and one of its key themes is unity. Many verses in Acts mention that the believers were together, which emphasizes the importance of unity in faith and prayer among Christians. Jesus' early followers lived in an exciting time when they got to see God do great things through their united faith and prayer and by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul, who wrote the book of Acts, also wrote Philippians, and he mentions the importance of unified faith in Philippians chapter 2. It says, Make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another, knit together in spirit, knit together in intent on one purpose— and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel, the good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ. Listeners, you do not have to gather a large group of people in order to have unity in faith and prayer. You might consider starting by praying with just one other person or continuing to listen to this podcast. Jesus says, Where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. That's Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. So start small if you need to. And then see how God responds in unity in prayer. We are at 12,000 listeners plus Need I say more? So when you pray in unity with other believers, no matter how many there are, expect God to do great things. Father, I pray that you would connect me with like-minded believers with whom I may join my faith and my prayers. Amen. Love it. Love it. Love it. And still with strength for each day. They ask the question, what hinders answered prayer? Okay, Mark chapter 11, verse 25 says, When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you for your sins. Amen. Listeners, the devil gains more ground in a believer's life through unforgiveness than anything else. In Mark chapter 11, we see that we have the great privilege of going to God and asking for anything in faith, expecting that we will receive it. But immediately after that promise, we read in Mark chapter 11, verse 25, which tells us that we must not hold unforgiveness against anyone because it hinders our relationship with God. So therefore, the refusal to forgive people also hinders answered prayer. If you find it difficult to forgive someone who has offended you Or hurt you. Just think of all the things for which God has forgiven you and this will make it much easier for you to forgive those who have wounded you. I urge you to make the decision today that you will never let bitterness stay in your soul because it only hurts you and it doesn't change your enemy. Forgive those who have offended you. Pray for them and bless them. And God will be your vindicator. Amen. Whenever God asks us to do anything, anything, he always gives us the ability to do it. Forgiveness is not a feeling, but a decision you make. As you are obedient to pray for your enemies and bless them, God will heal your emotions instantly. Don't let the devil steal from you any longer through harboring offense in your heart. Pray with me. Father, I don't want to hold unforgiveness against anyone but I need your help in order to let go of the bitterness I feel because of the pain some people have caused me. Help me to stay free from bitterness at all times. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Be right back after this break. And hey, no phone calls. Since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God. God is a God who opens the door and waves his hand, pointing pilgrims to a full table. His invitation is not just for a meal, however. It is for life. An invitation to come into his kingdom and take up residence in a tearless, graveless, painless world. Who can come whoever wishes the invitation is at once universal and personal amen that was hebrews 12 verse 28. god's way day by day oh lord you have searched me and you know me We're always amazed by the number of books that continue to be published on the topic of self-esteem. We can only conclude that so much self-esteem material continues to be produced because many people are struggling with a poor self-image. The reason for the poor self-image is ultimately that people do not see themselves as being valuable worthy, or acceptable to God. When a person knows that he is of extreme importance to God and that God loves him, values him, and desires to be in a close relationship with him, that person has confidence and a strong self-image. The wisdom of God leads us to see ourselves as God sees us and not as the world defines us. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. God's purpose for your life. Acts chapter 5 verse 29 We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom you had put to death by hanging him on a cross. After Jesus was resurrected, multitudes of people accepted Christ as their savior through the ministry of the disciples. Miracles were happening on the streets of Jerusalem and the Lord was being glorified. Sadly, because of jealousy, the scribes and the Pharisees demanded that the disciples cease from preaching. However, we read that the disciples' response was, that they would continue preaching. Although the authorities killed Jesus on the cross, the father raised him up again. Whatever punishment the high priest could inflict, it wasn't permanent. But what God was doing through them was eternal. We all need to be inspired by their example. Millions of people who received eternal life because those disciples were faithful and counted obedience to God more important than their fear of man. In fact, if you think about it, you and I are saved today because they didn't give up testifying the truth. Listeners, we have a choice whether we'll acknowledge God's sovereignty and trust him or turn away where there's pressure. Please, let's imitate their example and commit to following our Heavenly Father wherever He leads. Jesus, give me the courage to always obey you no matter what the pressure. Amen. Love it. Daily devotional by Cindy Trim. Pray with me. Dear Lord, because nothing is too hard for you, I expect my prayers to bring results. I do battle in the heavenlies for breakthrough on earth. I decree that everything the enemy has swallowed up must be coughed up and released. My family, my finances, my community must be loosed and released in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that nothing will be held back. I will see transformation as I persevere in prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Listeners, Matthew 16 says the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Our ultimate responsibility is not to be defensive and protective of what we have, but to be offensive that his kingdom might break beyond the gates of hell itself, or at least into the brothels of Bangkok the slave-filled tin mines of the Congo, the kidnappers of invisible children in Darfur, the meth labs in your very city, or whatever other hole the devil has trapped human beings in that he might slowly suck away their souls. We make a mistake if we think God cannot reach into these places and bring deliverance. But we also make a mistake if we think that it is all up to his sovereignty. We must invite him into our world in order for him to change things. And we must battle in the heavenlies until his answers make their way to earth. Amen. It's all about Deliverance. And I believe it. Amen. Here's a meditation of personal praise as we end this podcast. Pray with me, gaze up to the heavens. Father, every day I'm awakened by your tender hand of mercy and love. Every day I give you my list of prayer requests. And every day I hope that yesterday's unanswered prayers will be answered today. Father, in this hour, I just want to give you praise. I praise you for the prayers that you answer that cause me to rejoice and strengthen my faith. I praise you for getting me through unexpected heartbreaks, financial upheavals, and spiritual despair. I praise you for the prayers that you did not respond to as I requested, but you used your perfect will to override my emotional desire. And yet you are loving enough to allow me to see why your will is just. I praise you for the life lessons that you teach me in my low moments and the love you show me when I'm not very loving. I praise you for not attending my pity parties, but standing by to give me comfort when I remember it is only your love that can lift me. I praise you for unexpected surprises that give me a spiritual boost when I feel lost and abandoned. Oh my God, we're being plagued by calls. That's okay. God, I praise you for getting me through the times when others spoke their truth about my life and no concern about me and when my faith and obedience were on trial. I praise you for teaching me obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, I praise you for showing me the difference between your greatness and my smallness, your strength and my weakness, your perfect will and my self-will. I am grateful for the wisdom you give me through your daily lessons and blessings. Thank you for allowing me to pour out my heart, even when my words are not always kind or loving. Yet you give me comfort, understanding, and discipline with love. And most of all, I praise you for blessing me with the greatest love I will ever know. Thank you, Father. I give you praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for coming to pray with me. And I was a little disobedient this morning because God sure did tell me to turn off my phone. So I'm going to check the caller ID and I hope it was God calling. And I hope he's happy with me. I know that he's happy with all of you for coming to pray with me. So please come back tomorrow. Let's do it again. Jesus loves us. We're soldiers for him. We're learning. We're growing. We're building. We're glowing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Bye for now.